Welcome to this podcast produced by Imagine, your resource for early childhood music therapy. Imagine is produced by Della Vista Publisher and can be found on the web at www.imagine.musictherapy.biz. This podcast is entitled What Administrators Need to Know About Early Childhood Programming Budgets and presented by Adrian Steiner. Adrian is the clinical coordinator and primary therapist at the University of Louisville's Music Therapy Clinic. She supervises practicum students and interns while teaching courses in music therapy. Starting fall 2016, Adrian will be pursuing her doctorate at the Florida State University in Tallahassee, Florida. Developing a budget for a music therapy program can be a daunting task. In this podcast, Adrian addresses factors such as session makeup, client ages and needs, facility logistics and environmental aspects that should be considered when preparing and proposing a music therapy program budget to administrators. Music therapists are very busy people. When asked by administrators to prepare budgets, the task can seem daunting. The purpose of this podcast is to provide information and implications for early childhood budgets to make this process as easy as possible. When developing a budget, for music therapy program and proposing it to your administrators, you might want to think about the following areas. Your session makeup, your client's age group and needs, your facilities logistics, and environmental considerations. We will go through and talk about each section a little more in depth. First, your session makeup. One aspect to ponder is the ratio of individual to group services. If you frequently provide group services, the number of requested instruments will be higher and thus a greater budget will be spent on obtaining items. If the number of clients in a group is unknown, perhaps calculate between 12 and 15 of a particular instrument. This should provide enough instruments for a large group in a preschool setting and will likely allow you and early childhood educators to have an instrument as well. Next, let's consider your client's age group and needs. When determining materials necessary for an intervention, consider implications of your client's diagnoses and need areas. For example, if clients have sensory needs, include instruments that offer tactile elements or are muted in sound, such as the not-so-loud line by Remo. The following instruments are developmentally appropriate and can be used in various ways with young children. Here are some examples. An ocean disc. Child Size Gathering Drum by Remo, Colored Square Wood Shakers, Colored Plastic Egg Shakers, Plastic Colorful Rain Stick, Sound shapes in a sound variety pack, such as circles, squares, and triangles. And colored resonator bells. Each of these instruments provides visual stimulation, varying auditory sounds, and tactile stimulation. 
Additionally, they can provide support for pre-academic skills, such as learning colors and shapes. There are a variety of songs that can go along with these instruments and support pre-academic skills. For example, you could use the familiar tune of Are You Sleeping and embed instruction for finding a specific colored instrument. So, it might sound like this. Who has the blue shaker? Who has the blue shaker? Play it for me. Play it for me. Who has the blue shaker? Who has the blue shaker? Play it for me. Play it for me. Or, if you are starting to work on shape recognition, you may play something like this. I'm in the mood to find a square. Play it for me. I'm in the mood to find a square. Play it for me. I'm in the mood to find a square. Play it for me. Hey, hey, what do you say? I'm in the mood to play today. Hey, hey, what do you say? mentioned are durable and can be easily sanitized. I also recommend using a variety of manipulatives, props, and books when working with young children. Here are some of my clients' favorites. Movement scarves, which provide visual and tactile stimulation and can promote gross motor movement. Assorted animal puppets that afford visual stimulation for promoting language acquisition and especially the Hoberman Sphere that provides a sensory-rich experience for encouraging joint attention, turn-taking, and symbol use. For pre-academic skills, the following children's books go well with music. Brown Bear, Brown Bear, What Do You See? by Eric Carle and the other Brown Bear books in the series. Ten Little Ladybugs by Melanie Gerth, or other songs that have been turned into books like Five Little Ducks by Raffi Songs to Read. So, for instance, for Brown Bear, Brown Bear, What Do You See? The words in the book can easily be sung to the tune Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. This helps promote visual recognition of pre-academic areas. So, it might sound like this. Brown Bear, Brown Bear, what do you see? I see a red bird looking at me. For Five Little Ducks by Raffi, the song is pretty familiar. Using the book, we can help promote counting. Five little ducks went out one day over the hills and far away. But when Mother Duck said quack, 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 only four little ducks came back. Let's count. One, two, three, four. Next, we will talk about your facility's logistics. Occasionally, music therapists might find themselves faced with challenging logistical situations. When working in a large child development center, you might need to travel from classroom to classroom. A rolling cart with bins separating materials might be helpful. To reduce the likelihood that children get distracted, I suggest just taking in one bin or bag of materials into the classroom and leaving the extra materials on the cart in the hallway. For those who must travel in the community, a rolling bag might be a great alternative. Finally, Let's talk about environmental considerations. 
If you work in a dedicated music therapy room, you might want to use floor mats or carpet squares to set up a circle area for group music therapy. Additionally, cabinets are useful to store instruments securely and avoid that children get distracted by the material and equipment used during the session. What about sanitizing materials? At our clinic, we use commercial antibacterial wet wipes. We sanitize used materials at the end of each client session to help keep germs at bay. For preschools or settings where you might quickly go from classroom to classroom, I suggest scheduling five minutes or less transition time to quickly wipe down materials. Cloth materials such as scarves can also be wiped down using these wet wipes. However, cloth materials like the scarves and also puppets should be washed in a washing machine as determined by the clinician. In the downloadable handout, you will find all materials and equipment mentioned in the podcast. This gives you an idea of basic budget needed to get started with the music therapy program. I am wishing you so much success in preparing and proposing your budget for a music therapy program to your administrators. Thank you so much for all you do for early childhood music therapy. Thanks for listening to this Imagine podcast produced in 2016.